Hi, this is Relatively Asian Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Minnie, and this is episode 29 of our podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Last episode, we talked about Minnie's recent engagement and caught up on life lately. This week, we are so excited to begin a three-part series focusing on moving to a new city, making new friends, and the evolution of friendships as we get older. We've invited Teresa's friend, Lena, to join this discussion. To kick things off, let's welcome Lena. Welcome to the podcast, Welcome, Lena. Lena. <laughs> Thank so you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the next level of like meeting via social media. It's like meeting oh, yeah. while recording a podcast. A podcast, yeah. <laughs> Um, to kick things off do you want to introduce yourself lena briefly just so we can get a feel of who you are yeah so my name is lena i'm 28 years old um originally from chicago but moved to seattle just around two years ago with my boyfriend um for work i am a consultant just around anything i guess like accounting and finance um, I have a golden retriever named Rainy, and that's so like... So cute. <laughs> we'll, we'll feature her on the pod. Yes, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll insert a photo or something, but yeah, yeah she's yeah. like, all I talk about, all I do... Is she free, barking right now? I can rainy. hear her. <laughs> so cute. That's no, Cody. That it's her. That's Cody? Oh no, my it's, god. Minnie, it's Cody. Like, oh, are Cody. we surprised? Classic, no, classic. <laughs> He's jealous. We're talking about Rainy. <laughs> No, it's because Dave's just left, and that's his lover. Oh, my God. So classic. Cody, the original. I know. He's just very predictable. Um, No, but, yeah, Lena's super cute. I'm not. Oh, my God, not Lena. Rain is super cute. (laughs) Lena, you're also very cute. But Rain is so cute. We'll definitely share her, like, Insta handle because she has cute pics. So, Lena, just to kick things off, do you want to, like, share how we met? (laughs) Yeah, sure. So, Teresa and I met. And your first impression. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? In my impression and of your you? First, yeah, first impression. Oh, okay. my God, I want to hear this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> um, okay, so Teresa and I met through Bumble BFF. Um, first impression. I don't know. I feel like I probably would have swiped because I thought you were also just another, like, basic girl. <laughs> So you like, swiped right or left? Which way is like, you, like yes? Is it right? Right, right, is, right is yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Like when I'm on Bumble and I'm like looking through profiles and stuff, I guess it's shallow, but like you look at photos and you're like, okay, what are they doing in their photos? Is, is this person like the same vibe? So I'm pretty sure I swiped right because I saw, like, okay, like, you know, she's fun. We probably have, like, similarities um, or similar interests. I don't remember exactly, like, what you wrote in your description, um, but I'm assuming it's probably something related to, like, having a dog, liking food. Yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's so funny because I actually have your profile listed right now Mm -hmm. and or, like, pulled up right now, like, our chat, and it's, like, things you have in common. Foodie. Dogs. Okay. Actually, sorry. I do remember now. One thing that stood out was the fact that you had this podcast. I thought that was my profile. Wait, she put it on your profile? I think put it on your profile. Oh my God, that's so bold. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's out Wait, there for I, everyone to listen to. I had no idea. Is it on my podcast? Or not podcast. Is it on my profile or is it on my Instagram profile? Which is on my Bumble BFF profile. Oh, because you linked it. It's not on Maybe. my. It's yeah. It's not here. But if it's but my yeah. But my Instagram's linked, oh, and then I see, I the see. podcast got it, is, got it. and it's public, and my podcast is listed there. Okay, yeah. Okay. No. 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 Remember, because you had because we, we had, had a like, discussion. Yeah. BFF, and then you and then we switch over to Instagram, and then I feel mm-hmm. like that's where you you called it out. Like you noticed oh, it in okay. my bio, and you immediately clicked it. Got it. Yeah. Okay, you were sense. the first person from Bumble, Bumble BFF to notice that and to like bring it up. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that stood out to me about you. <laughs> <laughs> and look where we are now. <laughs> wow, what a full, full circle. circle. Exactly. But my I I slid into Lena's DMs first. No way. I just have to let that be known. And then, I don't I remember I said, this. <laughs> I wrote, your dog is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with my dog, too. <laughs> Micro Bernadoodle. <laughs> and always looking for people to have puppy playdates with. <laughs> oh, my God. And that sounds like a standard, like, opening. Oh, yeah, my God. Method. Wait, yeah. is that how <laughs> girls talk to each other on Bubble Bee <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm cringing. Why? Is that bad or good compared to the dating apps? Um, I don't think it's good. I don't, I think it's... <laughs> like, <laughs> it's Wait, why? I feel I'm like cringe. why you don't like, think it's good. Oh no. No, it's like, it's like... It's, like, sweet. It's, like, almost so innocent. Like, I also have a dog, and I am looking for a puppy play date. Like, no one would ever say that on a dating app, but it's just so, like, I don't know what I was expecting. That's so funny. Like, I didn't know how girls, That's like, what talked on, like, cause, uh, for, like, a friendship Yeah. App. On Bumble. Yeah. A lot of the conversations are like that on Bumble. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. That's just, like, how, that's just, yeah, that's, like, that's, like, how people talk. Oh, my like, God. Like, I ended up just, like, observing how people reached out to me. That's and I just, like, yeah. said that so for other people. Oh, my God. I don't want to be yeah. mean, but, like. because Oh, my God. I feel like if someone said that to me, I would <laughs> yeah. feel like, oh, my God, this is so weird. Like, I don't know. Because, like, no one but, talks like that yeah. in real life, you know? No, no one no one talks like that in real life. But right. that's just, like, the Bumble BFF norm for, like, when you're trying to make a new girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so fascinating. You just have to, like, find one thing you have in common and, like, go from there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Oh so you have to pull out God. something from the profile wow. and connect with that. And then, like, I appreciate when people's messages have, like, an action item next. Because <laughs> I'm not trying to chat step. for days. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. You would have so died on I, the dating I, app. I, <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, that's 100%. so interesting. Good to know. Yeah, wow. okay, I'm just curious. Just, it's very direct. What was my response to your message? Um, ooh, let's expose you. <laughs> I want to I um, hear it. I'm, like, cringing already. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, she said, aw, Cody is such... Oh, wait, no. Sorry, I skipped. Thanks. And aw, Bernadios are so cute. What's your dog's name? Haha, every obsessed pet parent is also looking for puppy playdates. Which neighborhood do you live in? Mm, So we chatted for a while, actually, prior to, like, Mm. meeting up. Okay, that wasn't too bad. I was... Yeah. That wasn't bad. I didn't And then you initiated the shift to Instagram. (laughs) And then we chatted there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really normal, too. Like, usually it's, like, two messages back and forth, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then people, like immediately go to insta because they don't like check the bubble bff app oh interesting mm-hmm. actually oh, when and it's I like first started, it's, yeah mm-hmm. well i was gonna say when i first started on bumble like a lot of people would jump straight to like here's my phone number or, like text me if you're mm. oh wow yeah, you want to like chat 
pre-Insta. I guess it is different because for dating apps, it's like, you don't know who's like a creep. So like you wouldn't be so inclined to just like give out your like personal information and you'd like vet them out Mm. via the app. But I guess for like girls, like making friends on Bumble BFF, like there's less of a hindrance. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. so interesting. Um, On the dating apps, can you link your Instagram directly? Yeah, you can, but you can't see what their Instagram handle is. Well, you I just see know, the photos, like, you see the, the feed. Yeah, you see... Well, I'm not sure if every dating app is like this, but, like, on Coffee Meets Bagel, you can't link it, but then on Hinge, you can link it. Um, and then I didn't mm. use the other one, so I'm not really sure, but on Hinge, you can, like, <clears throat> just see, like, just, like, a micro view of their Instagram, but you can't, like, see what their handle is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Unless they gotcha. changed it, because they made a lot of updates. Oh, um, wait. Wait, now I feel like I just included my... Oh, you know what? I included my handle in my like caption i guess my initial mm-hmm. bio which i notice a lot of other people too do as well because it's like if you you only get the 24-hour range to like respond to each other on the app before it freezes you out so it's like if you miss each other then you're just like oh shoot me oh my DM. god they keep that for so, yeah the yeah. Bumble bff version too yeah mm-hmm. oh my yeah. god it's like cutthroat out there damn mm-hmm. it's <laughs> cutthroat oh my god <laughs> they're trying to like encourage usage um, which makes sense, but anyway, I just wanted to, like, share <laughs> how we met, and this yeah. was, like, eight months ago, just for everyone listening, this was about eight months ago, like, one of the first, pe- basically, like, right after I moved here, I downloaded Bumble BFF, and so, like, you were one of my, like, first connections, but Aww. yeah, I just wanted to mention, like, how we met, for context mm-hmm. of, like, you being on the podcast, but today we actually wanted to focus on, like, us just, like, moving to a new city in general, um, yeah. so... I guess, Lena, you can start. Why did you, like, what brought you to Seattle, basically? And, like, how long have you been here? Yeah, so I think I mentioned I've been here for two years. Um, What brought us to Seattle? Honestly, it was really random. So Jay and I had first talked about moving to, like, a new city, like, not even Seattle. I think it was, like, December of 2020. And then by April of 2021, we were in Seattle. Oh, wow. Um, I think we... So mm-hmm. quick. It was, like, a very first, a really quick turnaround. Um, we, like, were really bored of, like, Chicago, especially during COVID, like, being stuck in our apartment. Mm. And then both of us, like, grew up there, went to college, went to high school in Illinois and went to college in Illinois. So we were really mm. comfortable within, like, our little bubble of, like, friends and family. And then, yeah, like, being stuck in our apartment during COVID just really wanted, like, pushed us to, I guess, like, try something new. Um... So Jay had brought up, like, should we move to Seattle or, like, Dallas? Those were kind of the options or, like, somewhere Whoa, in Texas. Interesting. <laughs> da- wait, yeah. Dallas? Dallas? I didn't know Dallas. Why? Not even Austin. Why Dallas? No, not even Austin. It was, like... <laughs> not even Austin. Yeah, I don't know why so it was cool. Dallas, but I was, like, very much against moving to Texas. <laughs> wait, Dallas <laughs> and Seattle are so different. <laughs> It's so interesting. I know. Like, Austin makes sense, but yeah. Yeah, it's oh more God. of a younger city. Yeah. But um, I was like, let's just do Seattle. I'm, like, I'm very against, like, Texas. Um, we've always thought about <laughs> moving to New York, but Jay's oh. family lives in New York. Mm. So we visit pretty often, and I was like, okay, if we do move to New York, I was, like, personally scared that we would end up staying there because he has family mm. there. Oh, So we kind of narrowed it down and was like, let's go to Seattle. Um, yeah, I knew I was going to transfer offices within, like, the same company I was working for, but Jay had to find a new job. So found a new job, and then, yeah, we were 
told we had three months to move and we just drove 30 hours over to Seattle. Oh my God, you guys drove? Wait, how long? Yeah, we drove from Chicago to Seattle. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Sorry, Teresa, were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, how long, like, was, like, Jay trying to find, like, a job in Seattle before you guys, like, found out you had, like, three months? It was pretty quick. I want to say, like, a month. Oh, wow. So pretty much, like, That is really quick. Wow. Yeah. That is so quick. And then when he got the job offer, we were totally under, like, the presumption that, like, it's COVID, everyone's working remote, Um, we were going to have, like, a little bit of time before we had to, like, physically be in Seattle, but they were like, no, we want you out there, like, as soon as possible, so, yeah, we just did it. What made you guys choose... Was it easy? Oh, go Oh, no, I was going to say, um, what made you guys choose Seattle? Or, like, what? why did he give the options of so Seattle So, Jay's brother, yeah, so Jay's brother actually lived in Seattle for a bit post-grad. He worked for Amazon, so mm. he's visited him, like, a couple of times. Um, and I've actually never been to Seattle prior to, like, agreeing to move here. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God, it's crazy. <laughs> what? I know, I know. It gave me so much anxiety, but I was like, why not, like, let's just do it oh I my don't god know. you're so brave <laughs> I know and like kept telling myself I remember I would get so nervous in the mornings like I'll wake up and like oh my god like what did I sign myself up for but I would just like convince myself that it's fine because I'm like it's everything is like temporary if like you want it to be like we were mm-hmm. originally just going to come here for like a year just to try it out mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah we love it so much so far and like we've been here for two plan wow. on staying for a couple more so Wow, that's crazy. What were you, like, what were you, like, most, like, scared about, like, for moving? Okay, well, one, if I would like Seattle or not. <laughs> okay, just, like, the city in general. <laughs> yeah, just the city in general. And then, two, just obviously, like, being away from, like, friends and family. Mm-hmm. So, like I mentioned, like, I went to high school in Chicago, and then I went to college in Illinois. So, I had never really, like, lived, I guess, like, apart from family or just, like, move anywhere new. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of, like, the scariest part. And then, yeah, like, not having anyone to do things with, like, not having friends. So all the above. Mm, That makes sense. Where were your – was it, like, initially hard for you to adjust to Seattle, or did you guys kind of just, like, love it right away? Um, I would say I liked it pretty much right away. So driving from Chicago to Seattle, like, you cross the 90 bridge. Like, Teresa, do you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? From like mm-hmm. Mercer to oh, so pretty. Seattle proper, nice yeah, drive. yeah, it's super pretty. So like when I saw that, yeah. I was like, okay, I think I'll be Sold. fine. Yeah, Aww. the mountains soothe <laughs> the you. mountains. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so different Wait. from like the yeah. Midwest. Oh, Chicago. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Wait, have you always been what like about- an outdoorsy person? So like you were kind of like, oh, it's it's probably be okay. Because I feel like Seattle and Chicago vibes are, like, totally different. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't consider myself, like, a super outdoorsy person, but Jay and I would, like, travel to Denver for, like, the Rockies. Um, or, like, we liked nature. Mm. Yeah, but I'm not, like, a super active person in, yeah, anyway. Oh, okay. Wow, I'm glad it worked out then. I think it worked out because, like, Seattle's still more or less like a major city yeah it's that's not true. like if I yeah, it's not like, to like, tennis, like Nashville or yeah yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah like, there's like things to do there regardless was like nature a key like 
hobby not nature like outdoor activities like a key hobby you wanted to like get more involved in like is that part of what drew you about seattle no not necessarily (laughs) not necessarily wanted something new yeah Yeah. we literally just wanted something new yeah wow that's crazy so i guess so then when you like moved here oh sorry Mm -hmm. go ahead no no you go first like when you moved here then did you have like a a mindset or like a framework of like what you wanted to get involved in, I guess, or like what you, what you wanted to pursue or did you kind of just let like Seattle dictate that for you based on like what's available here and like popular here? So yeah, no, that makes sense. I think prior to coming, I knew that Seattle was like, Seattle had a lot of nature to offer. So, you know, I was like, okay, we're going to become, we're going to hike a little more often. But other than that, I didn't really know about like, I guess like all the other activities, like paddle boarding, pickleball, like the culture of that in Seattle. So I would say we kind of just moved here and then let Seattle dictate what my hobbies would be. Wow, that's crazy. I'm like so in shock. I like really admire. I can't believe you moved without even visiting a city. That's crazy. I know. I know. Uh, I feel like very few people do that, especially if it's like not even a city that's like close by where you can just like you know, like, drive four hours to go home. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, like, you would have to take, like, a plane there. Okay, I'm curious, like, because for me, like, I just moved here in October, so it hasn't even been, like, a full year for me. But Mm -hmm. then for you, I'm curious, like, in your first year, like, at certain points, did you, like, regret moving? Or, like, what were the highlights and, like, lowlights of that first year? Mm, Okay. Okay. I wouldn't say there are any points within, like, that first year where I regret moving, but I was definitely Mm -hmm. homesick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I was still in, like, several group chats from home, and I would see, like, friends making plans to, like, hang out or, like, you know, watch, like, the newest episode of, like, The Bachelorette together. Hey! Oh, my God, you watched The Bachelorette? Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that just made me, like, miss home a lot, and I felt like I was missing out on certain things. But then I would say, like, as Jay and I, like, started creating our lives out here and, like, building a community, um, I don't know, I feel like... I'm experiencing a lot of things that I wouldn't have experienced if I didn't move. So from Mm -hmm. that aspect, like, I don't miss home as much. And, like, also, I mean, not to, (laughs) it's, okay, not to sound mean, but, like, I'll go home to visit, and I feel like nothing has changed. Like, all my friends are still doing the same thing, and, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on too much anymore. Wow. So Mm -hmm. basically visiting home, like, reaffirms your decision? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was going to say, like, from a friend's perspective, but obviously, like, the family part is still really hard. Like, when I go back and I see, like, my grandparents who are, like, aging. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, That's tough. That part, I'm like, okay, like, I do, I do wish, like, I could be closer to family. I guess, like, digging into that a little bit more, though, like, are, like could you describe, like, what is it exactly that you felt like? Because um, you're saying, like, you, you go back to Chicago and you're like, okay, nothing's really changed. Um but it's like that's almost implying like something like you weren't happy with something about Chicago if that makes sense wait elaborate a little bit more on the question like (laughs) I get what you're saying (laughs) let me take two at this question like because it's like like I see your point of like you can go back Mm -hmm. to somewhere that you've left and realize nothing's changed yeah but that's not like a that inherently doesn't have to be a bad thing right a lot of people like whatever that place has to offer and so therefore they're not like leaving because they're happy with it they're happy with it not changing if if anything um so then like could you like 
explain to us like what exactly about Chicago that you were hoping would change, you know, that maybe you came out here looking for? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Like, yeah, yeah like no, what that in your makes life sense. were you looking for? I guess, okay, so I guess it's less about like what I, what change I like was hoping to see in Chicago um, and more like I've seen a lot more change in myself and mm-hmm. going back to Chicago and like seeing what my friends are doing, like I can see if I had stayed, I wouldn't have changed mm-hmm. or like I wouldn't have experienced a lot of things that I have experienced in Seattle. Yeah. Like top mm-hmm. of mind, like we probably would not have gotten rainy um the condo why is that the condo that we lived in like only allowed service animals so that was like a Mm. a factor in like whether we would get a dog or not but coming out here I feel like just Seattle in general is like a super dog friendly city so all apartments and like houses like allow dogs so that really enabled us to like yeah like pull that switch and like get a dog yeah and then just also like meeting new friends I think if I stayed in Chicago I would have never been on Bumble BFF and I probably wouldn't have made like any new friends so were the friends that you had in Chicago were they like your high school friends or like college friends like did you have the same friend group for like your whole life basically since you've been in that area yeah so I have a lot of like high school friends elementary friends elementary school friends and then college friends because um, I went to school in Illinois, so, like, the next step for everyone is, like, moving to the big city, which is Chicago. So, yeah, a lot of my friends are just from school. Okay. So, I guess I'm just curious, because you said that, like, you and Jay were prompted to move during COVID, because um, you guys were stuck in your apartment. So, like, if COVID hadn't happened, do you think you would still have stayed in Chicago? Mm, that's a good question. I feel like if COVID didn't happen, we would probably still be in Chicago right now. Yeah. Mm, interesting. So was it like, yeah. because it was COVID, you guys were stuck in an apartment that made you guys start thinking more about like what you wanted from life and like what you wanted to change or stay the same, I guess. And then that's why you guys decided to move. Okay. Actually, I think I take that answer back. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I... Hmm, I don't, it's so hard to say, but I, okay, so, like, since we've moved, I have noticed, like, everyone else at, has been moving, like, not any of my close friends, but I do know, like, friends who, like, have been moving to new cities, like, LA or, like, you know, to, um, Tennessee and Denver, mm-hmm. so I feel like if we were in Chicago and we saw people moving, we might be influenced and, like, think to ourselves like should we be moving as well like you don't want to be like the ones that are like left behind quote unquote uh, but okay yeah I don't know we might have that yeah we might okay so it's more so like if your friend group started doing that then you guys would be like oh like maybe that's something that we should do too Hmm. yeah I don't know have you guys noticed that like people in your friend group around this age like moving to new cities yeah Teresa left me <laughs> <laughs> No, I actually did notice that. I've I've noticed that a lot. And I don't know if it's like, yeah, I was curious when you said COVID because I think COVID got a lot of people thinking. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like for myself during COVID, it was, I felt like I thought more about like friendships in general. Um, Because I feel like during COVID, you literally couldn't see anyone, right? So you could only like keep in touch with people that you like specifically like reached out to, like 
via texting or like calling or whatever and I feel like that made me like just like solidify like the friendships that I had or like the ones that I wanted to Mm -hmm. pursue at that time um but then post-covid yeah I feel like a lot of people have had like the itch to move and I don't know if that's like the trend maybe it's like the cool thing to do (laughs) um (laughs) because even over tiktok and like social media I feel like that's something that people like vlog about and like it's an experience Mm -hmm. to be had so yeah I've noticed that yeah that's true I think it could be a response to just being so restricted for, like, a couple years, and it's, like, the next step of, like, the travel itch that everyone, like, I feel like yeah. 2021, 2022, people, like, trap like, unprecedented, unprecedented travel amounts. Oh, yeah, like, definitely, yeah. <laughs> people went from going to, like, a road trip once a year to, like, five international countries. Oh, my God, like, yeah, you're so right, yeah. And now, like, everybody so I think, like, and their moving mom is just the next Europe. thing. Yeah. And Japan, yeah, exactly. yeah. Everyone's and Japan, everyone's yeah. in like Italy and Japan this year. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Um yeah. So I yeah, I honestly could see it's just like an extension, like craving something else because we were locked down for so long and mm-hmm. then just like wanting to make up for lost time too. Yeah. Um, by moving true. somewhere temporarily. And I think a lot of people aren't didn't move, at least the people I knew, um, know of aren't like aren't moving with the thought process of like I'm gonna move somewhere forever like everyone yeah. just wants to like try yeah. something out like that's very and it's true. also like we're all like all three of us are like in our late 20s early 30 vibes thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much inclusivity on this podcast Um, so like i feel like now is also our last quote-unquote last chance yeah um, exactly social norms of like now it's time to settle down and have a kid or whatever it is you know buy a house yeah yeah i think it's like a mix of everything um yeah true and also oh sorry last thing i was just gonna Mm -hmm. add on because covid made everyone full remote and a lot of companies continue to fall right. remote oh so my god suddenly yeah. we have that's the really option yeah. yeah yeah that's yes. a really option yeah. for traveling sure. and working moving and working the same job so yeah and even like traveling like i feel like the reason why i was able to even exactly. have the possibility was because of that but now it's like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i don't know about like mm-hmm. your industry i didn't realize you guys worked in the same industry so that's really cool but like i feel like for my industry is it least, cool <laughs> i mean it, it could be cool <laughs> Thank you, Minnie. Thank you. <laughs> it's like the coolest job ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. Guys, I feel so I'll validated. My job sucks, so like I'm not any cooler. So. <laughs> At least your job is still remote, but I was gonna say like yeah. I feel oh, like true. I've noticed in like my industry or profession, like they've they're like, okay, like fully remote, that's like gonna go away and like we're gonna start doing hybrid now. Mm. So I feel like maybe yeah. now like that mentality or that shift is gonna come back because yeah, like you said, Teresa, I don't think anybody, like, moved with the intention of staying in that city forever. No. So mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. eventually people will be, like, basically forced to come back. Um, or at least, like, choose yeah. to settle in the city that they they actually want to stay in. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Like, while we're on this... We've digressed, but, like, <laughs> while we're on this tangent... Um, like, I honestly feel like part of COVID and being isolated was also, like, yeah, forcing everyone to re-eval- reevaluate their priorities. Their lives. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. And Definitely. I think a priority was, like, why the hell am I, like, slaving away for this job? Like, this is all, like, pointless. Like, what mm-hmm. I want out of life is, like, experiences, right? And that's when the whole, like, quiet, what is it, quitting, quiet, quit, quiet, quiet quitting culture yeah. came happen. Like, yeah. Everything yeah. came out of COVID because suddenly everyone in our generation was, like, actually, we hate work and we're not going to, like... We're, waste you know, her yeah 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 we don't want to work more than what we're paid to do and so I think people were just like f this I'm not gonna move somewhere just for a job I'm not gonna stay somewhere just for a job that's mm-hmm. just like no yeah. longer a priority for me 
Yeah. People used to only move for new jobs. No, you're right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now people find new jobs to move. To move. (laughs) And I also feel like in general, our mentality has shifted where we have like more of a boldness to like speak for like what Mm. we want, even in like career searching and stuff like that. Whereas like before, I feel like we would have just done whatever because that was the social norm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's just so interesting. Gen Z is paving the way. Oh my god, yeah, we're just following them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to be we're them, but can't posers. really do it. <laughs> can't ever do it. No. <laughs> like, hurt. their audacity hurts me, but I'm like, man. Oh my god, yeah. I'm like, I <laughs> wish. you're jealous. Like, like I, I wish. Yes. Them. I wish my soul let me do those things. I can't do I know. It. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my I wish god. I was you. You're so cool. <laughs> I know, literally. Um, but actually now, Teresa, I want to ask you the same questions we kind of asked Lena since you obviously moved to Seattle recently with Dave, um, you guys were obviously planning it for a little bit, but, like, why did you decide to move to Seattle, like, when you guys did, and, like, how did you guys, like, end up settling on choosing Seattle? Yeah. So, I think, I mean, no secret to the pod, or this group, we got married out here, and so we, like, obviously, like, visited Seattle a couple times prior. What initially stuck out to us about Seattle was the landscaping and scenery, like, the nature that, like, you just cannot get coming from the tri-state area, um, like, PNW, like, mountain vibes, so I feel like that's what prompted us to even, like, get married out here, um, Mm. and, like, choosing a venue that was very, like, nature vibes, like, a true Seattle experience, um, so that was definitely, like, a part of it, but I think, like, timing, so we knew we wanted to move out here pretty much, like, leading up to the wedding, and, like, getting married here was definitely, like, intentional, but then from that point, we got married in, like, September of 2021, and then af- from that point, it was just a matter of, like, practically, okay, like, we can't move until, like, we have jobs that allow mm. us to move here, right? Uh, so, yeah, for Dave, true. for Dave, it was two in one. Like, the Seattle, like, Bay Area, whatever, like, West Coast was always, like, um, he was always open to this region in general, just because he, like, wants to get into, like, tech eventually. Um, and so, like, work for, like, for him moving out like work was always like a part of like moving somewhere and like here specifically um Mm -hmm. and he like ended up and he was at a point in his career where he was like looking for a new job anyway um and he ended up like finding a role at nike which is in portland or like beaverton oregon but like Mm -hmm. thankfully they allowed him to like work full remote so then and then for me like once that was established i basically requested with like my company um if I could work full remote and like once that was established that basically like drove our timeline of like um like moving here Mm -hmm. so then like we got married in September and then we moved here or we we like moved out of our apartment in New Jersey in June we were kind of like nomads for the summer and then we moved out here like that October Mm. so yeah that kind of was the timing reason for us so not as like quick of a turnaround <laughs> as you guys um but so in terms of cities that you guys wanted to move to was seattle like the only option on the table or did you guys entertain other cities too mm, it was like all west coast options for me austin was an option earlier in our dating relationship of just like somewhere that we wanted to like potentially live in one day oh like also i've mentioned this on the podcast i don't know if like you knew this Lena but like literally on our very first date ever together like in college like as juniors like I had told Dave like I want to live somewhere else for a bit when I'm like in my 20s so this was like 
a long time coming and like yeah. we always knew we would do this like at some point even if it took like five years to get there um but anyway so I, like initially Austin was an option for me but like Dave is just not a fan of like the south it's like mm-hmm. the lack of seasons and like politically whatever mm. so our like only options really were like LA like SF and here mm. and ultimately Seattle made the most sense financially because it's like the cheapest to start out in yeah and also like career-wise like Dave wouldn't move to LA until he was already working at a tech company he wanted to work for and like just asked to like either be full remote or like transfer down there because most of them are congregated like up here and then third for me which I totally forgot but like event planning like wedding planning Mm -hmm. was always something I had wanted to like pursue and um I just kept like following up with my like our wedding planner based out here about it and she was in a place with her like business which is like her side business where she was like looking to take on like extra help and looking to take on like another planner even I think she like like even when she was like before we even got married and like we're talking about this she already was like yeah come be a planner on my team like just so like wow down to like give me that experience and like Mm. train me up to do that so for me because I was specifically looking for that experience in my life like I guess career-wise it just like made sense Mm -hmm. yeah okay that makes sense sorry I just wanted to add um I think it's so funny that you said that to Dave the first time you guys went on a date because (laughs) that's also one of the first things you said to me when we had our very first conversation (laughs) So you like, just, I like you just, to let people know. You just I go around leaving. telling everybody before you meet, like, hey, by the way, I'm going to be leaving in five years, just so you know. <laughs> oh my God. So count, count your hours. Yeah. Don't get too attached. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm not, well, I, at least it's better than a blindside, right? <laughs> That's true. I mean, I, I guess. I guess it depends on how many years out. Like, when did you meet her? Like, when did you guys meet? We five met years five, five years, years ago. We've been friends with five years, yeah. But then she moved away, like, well, I guess, yeah, less than five years. A year ago? Yeah, a year ago. Less. Okay, so yeah. you knew, like, five years out you were going to move. I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she knew She knew enough where she was, like, she told me on our first conversation together, and I was like, okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, I've always just bounced around, too, so it's just what I know and love. So That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I was going to add, like, after hearing about your experience and how you guys, like, narrowed down cities and, like, the thought process behind all that, I'm just like, what was I thinking? Like, I didn't go through any of those considerations, and I just did. So naive. Oh, but my also, God. Yeah. That's so that's funny. That's cool, too, though. Yeah, you do you. Good. Yeah. Um, if anything, like, do you feel like because you did that, like, would you, like, do you have curiosity in other cities now? Like, would you guys, like, move to L.A. now or, like? maybe even Dallas or, like, you know, other cities because you're able to move without even checking them out? Um, okay, so I definitely think, like, after moving here and going through the entire process, now I'm like, okay, it's not as hard as, like, I thought it would be. Mm. But we always talk about it, like, would there be another city where we want to move to? And a lot of it comes back down to, like, when we want to settle down. Mm. I feel like we're approaching that age where we're like, okay, do we have another time for, like, a little, like... Seattle or like another Seattle like for us to go some to like another random city and try it out um I think if we had started this experience like younger if we had like moved to Seattle like straight out of college or like one or two years out yeah then we would definitely have done another city but I think at this point it's probably just Seattle Mm, that makes sense yeah 
Yeah, I feel like everything always ends up coming down to, like, when do you want to settle down and have a family? Um, yeah. So it is time limiting. Okay. Well, back to you, Teresa. Um, so I guess same question that you asked, Lena. In terms of, like, your first eight months there, well, I'm curious first, what were your expectations moving to Seattle? And, like, did anything, like... Surprise me? Okay. Expectations moving here. Um, I didn't have a ton of expectations. I was oh, really? just, like... Oh, yeah. I, I mean, did I vocalize anything to you? Like, specific expectations? You didn't, but I feel like you're the type of person to, like, have expectations. <laughs> you didn't. Actually, like, it was I, funny when you moved. I felt like you were so nonchalant about it. Mm. I, yeah, I was. Yeah, like, I, I, I just feel asking like it was. You, like, oh, what are your plans with, like, keeping up with people? Like, what are you going to do? And then you're like, what do you mean? Like, and you, like, <laughs> never thought about it. And I was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah because I think like but maybe that's part of why like I I'm the one who ended up moving right because I was just like because I didn't overthink it Mm -hmm. does that make sense oh like overthinking like I think prevented you from moving yeah exactly like if I was really bogged down by all the details of like and the fear of like oh my god what's gonna happen like this go this could go wrong I'm scared of this scared of that and like what can I lose by moving then maybe I probably I probably wouldn't have moved yeah you know like it's almost like because I was just like, oh, everything's gonna be fine, and just like, didn't have specific expectations, just an overall openness and like expectation that things would like be like work out. And if not, mm. like, I just like expected that like things would work out favorably somehow, whether Seattle was like the specific answer to that or not, or whether it just like taught me something and made me realize, no, actually, I wanna live somewhere else. Like, I just had like open slash positive expectations of like that next step in my life. Mm-hmm. I see. That makes sense. That, yeah. it, that it would be, like, fruitful for me in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm yeah. asking because I feel like a very, like, common answer people would say, or even people that I know, they, they would just be like, oh, like, expectations in terms of moving, like, they would say, it, they would feel lonely, maybe. They would expect to, like, be lonely at first, like, not because you don't mm-hmm. have friends, and, like, you're, like, away from, like, your friends and your family, and, like, you're in a new city, and you don't yeah. know where anything is. So more so, like, those kind of things versus, like, overthinking. Or did yeah. you? But it's um, um, yeah. I just don't think I thought of that. <laughs> mm. Wow, that's so interesting. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, she's a confident woman. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need nobody. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't think of those specifics. It's so interesting. Wow. I feel like. I'm, yeah. Did you I don't think know. about that, Lena? I don't know why. I mean, I did. I told you I would wake up in the morning with, yeah. like, Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're anxiety, right. You said you would have anxiety. Thinking about, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like literally everyone I've talked to who's, like, moved, their first, like, thing they say to me is, like, <laughs> oh, like, I know it's going to be hard in the beginning because it's going to be, like, lonely. Right. Like, I'm setting myself up for that. Maybe like, I, like, blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't oh, know wow. did. Because even... I don't think I... No, because I, I feel like even looking back when you first moved, like, you seem, like fine like I mean you I felt like you were like overwhelmed in the sense of like you just moved and you were like adapting to that but it was never like like I I never felt like you were like anxious because you were like oh my god I like I'm so lonely I have no friend like it was never that kind of vibe which is so interesting yeah um I think it helped that like um if I were to really you know like come up with have to come up with something <laughs> I think it <laughs> I think it helps knowing I forgot wait don't fake I, it, it you don't have know. to have it <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. this is still my truth okay um, <laughs> okay I, I 
I acknowledge this on an episode before, I think, or at least, like, when you and I have talked. Like, because remember when I moved, I was like, oh, well, I know I'm going to see you again in, like, October for, like, this trip oh, and, like, again in December for this yeah. trip. I knew I was, like, going to go home for, like, that yeah, random yeah, wedding yeah. I had to work, you know? Like, yeah. I knew I had, like, already things lined up in the, the, the next, like, up to a year even mm-hmm. <laughs> that, like, it I, maybe if I didn't have all those things set in place, maybe I would have had more, um, like, anxiety about specifically, like, not having people maybe yeah I don't know. maybe maybe <laughs> she, she like threw us a bow and that's why. <laughs> oh my god um i just feel like it's not okay never mind i'm not gonna say it. i don't want to be canceled wait <laughs> just say just it, say it's, it. Just the three of us. it's your podcast okay <laughs> yeah i'll just cut it out okay um i, I have like i'm this is like this will come out in like a later part i've obviously had like ups and downs when it comes to like uh adapting socially here or what it means to like just in in general what it means to still have like a full friendship life even Mm. after like moving somewhere where you're no longer you can't do life Mm. with anyone that you're already have close friends with and now you're spending a lot of time with new people and just like all of that like i definitely have thoughts about that and like not all of it has been easy but specifically in terms of just like your first few months after moving somewhere I guess I just didn't have the specific fear of like oh I would struggle meeting new people because mm. I I feel like for me my my struggle isn't ever when it comes to friendships like it's not typically in like oh I feel like I can't like meet people or connect with people like to me that's easy but I think it's more just like the long-term friendship aspects that maybe are like are more challenging for me mm, I see Got so it. yeah do you also feel I like... Guess, oh, you go first, Lena. Uh, I was going to ask, like, did you know people in Seattle prior to moving? Or did you have ideas of, like, which communities you would get plugged into to, like, meet new people? Like, I'm wondering if that eased your anxiety a bit, too. I was just going to ask that. So we... <laughs> I had, like, one... I, I had one friend, a close friend in New Jersey, that just ended up moving to Seattle, like, around the same time as me. But, like, I didn't know that. Because for her, it was super quick turnaround, too. She basically, like within a month found yeah. a new job that was based here and then had to move here within like three months of that. So like, mm-hmm. I didn't expect that she would be here um, as part of, it was like obviously a huge like added bonus um, to have like, you know, an existing close friend already here. But I didn't, I don't know if that specifically impacted my like outlook or my expectation of Seattle just because it was like so last minute and never part right. of like the original expectation or vision. Um, and then we didn't, I personally didn't know anyone here. We had like friends of friends or like a couple people from like my high school that I was like, well, I could like reconnect with this person or this person, but it was very much so depending on like the friend of friends. Like I didn't actually have any friends here and neither did Dave. Wow. Okay. I'm impressed. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't know anyone either. I knew like one person who was a friend of a friend. So Mm. I was scared from that aspect and it was a guy. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. It gotcha. wasn't like a girlfriend. Yeah, that's or not anything. the same. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I would be scared. So <laughs> I'm with you on that. Teresa's just she's just better than all of us. I, I have different fears, okay. <laughs> you do, you do. <laughs> so Teresa. <laughs> also that's question funny. you guys, Lena. Please share with us your highlights and your lowlights of the past eight months. Oh my gosh, it's been... I better be okay. a highlight. Oh, definitely. <laughs> highlight. Tip top, rain and then Lena. 
friend for Cody. I'll take it. <laughs> um, you know what? I haven't even, like... There was, like, one of those eight months that I wasn't... Like, I feel like traveling in itself has taken up, like, a month and a half at least. So oh, definitely, Have I even yeah. been here eight months? Not really. And it's it's actually only, like, the beginning of June. So, really, what are we talking about? We're ta- Actually, yeah, it's been eight months and then minus travel. But, um... Okay, highlights, lowlights. Um... Lowlights. Like, lowlights, like, specific to moving. Right? Because yeah, otherwise... Just- of They're just, just being general, in a new city. general life lowlights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, oh, that's um, <laughs> like I had. I mean, oh that too. If you want to share, if you need. Let's let's. You not need to talk about it on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's a separate episode. Trees is lowlight. No, I'm just kidding. Of life, um, not specific to Seattle. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Just kidding. Not kidding. It's okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Specific to moving. Uh, no lowlights. <laughs> oh my god. Um specific um specific to moving i think it's just like specific to moving like direct impact i think like only highlights and i think kind of to lena's point before of like it's not necessarily like she wanted to like change anything about chicago experience her chicago experience it's more so like she knew she wouldn't have gained like additional experiences if not having moved here and like met new people like i think Mm. for me that's like the highlights of just like the additional things I've been able to experience here like Mm -hmm. for myself and then also like meeting new people and just like seeing the world through a different perspective and like yeah and I just feel like when we put ourselves into a little bit bubble like that's how we stifle growth and like that's also how we get like caught up in like our own like world and like think everything's a big deal like I just feel like sometimes we just like need like perspective and I think for me specifically like even with work like when I'm and I like shared this with Lena before but like if when I'm able to log off and then like that same day I can like get on a ferry and go to an island that is just like so beautiful and just feels like I'm in like just a such a such a different world and truly have that like separation from like work to like post work like yeah for me oh my I'm like going on a tangent (laughs) but like for me like that Oh my god, what am I talking? I just lost my train of thought. What was I? T- what was I saying? You're <laughs> talking about how beautiful life is when you can log <laughs> off. <laughs> no, wait. What was like? What was the initial prompt? <laughs> Sorry, this happens a lot. The <laughs> highlights <laughs> of moving to Seattle. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, what was I saying? Gaining. Oh yes, perspective. Okay, hold on. Pause. Let me just gather my thoughts. <laughs> Sorry, Lena. I get to see you like this. This happens no, a lot. Okay. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Let me walk this back. Okay, yeah, so, like, even, like, after, like, the fact that I can log off um, from work and, like, in that same day, like, hop on a ferry and, like, go to an island that's really only, like, maybe in total an hour away from the city, but then, like, being just such a totally different, like, landscape and, like, be surrounded by, like, the beauty of nature um, and, like, have that separation of, like, work and, like, not work and, like, allowing that to like kind of like put into perspective like what work really means to me and like what Mm. it should mean to me like in the grand scheme of things like that's something that like I didn't have access to in New Jersey you know Mm. or New York um and it's kind of just like the contrast of settings isn't much like you could go into this I could like because my office was like in New York City too so it's like I could go into the city for work or even like at in Jersey City and then like afterwards I'm like going to the city to grab drinks or like like, you know, go to a restaurant with friends, but I'm, like, that doesn't feel, like, I'm still in the hustle and bustle. I'm still in, like, right. that sort of, like, grind cult- culture, mm-hmm. and so then I'm just still, like, wrapped around, like, 
work. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Guess. That makes um, sense. And so it's just it's just things like that of like when you're in a new environment, you just like it automatically means you have new um, like stimulation or new I don't know like you're just exposed to like different things that can just give you better like perspective on life and just allow you to continually reevaluate like how you want to live your life. Mm, that's deep. I like that. That's a deep answer. Thanks. That's funny because when I went to... That's um, just my answer. You mean your <laughs> truth? That's my Teresa's truth. That's my truth. truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny that you said that because when I actually went to LA like last year to visit my friend who lived there, I actually felt the same way as you. Like I was... Because I went mm-hmm. to LA like previously and like I did like touristy things and I was kind of like, oh, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. But then like the second time I went, I just like, like kind of lived there and didn't do touristy things and mm-hmm. just kind of like did what she did. Um, and then, yeah, like, on a weekday after work, we literally just, like, drove out to the beach, and we, like, had, like, a mini picnic, and it was just, like, so nice. Like, I just, like, yeah, I don't know, like, I really enjoyed myself, and I was like, wow, you can do this on a work day? Because I feel like in New Jersey, yeah. New York, like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, you know, yeah. driving to the nearest beach takes, like, three hours, two and a half, like, Jeez, you know, it's, like, it's really, a nightmare. yeah, it's horrible, yeah, and it's also, like, the weather, you have to wait for, like, seasons to change, and just, like, all these things have to, like, be perfect for even to experience that moment and even then it's like crowded but like I feel mm-hmm. like because like in LA like obviously beaches are everywhere and like they're they're all year round I was just I don't know like I feel like that was kind of like what sold me about LA and I was like for that moment I was like oh wow maybe it's like not that bad there like obviously the cost of living is way too high but um yeah I totally get what you mean I feel like that's something that's like so yeah. rare and like it's it's hard to appreciate the world during a weekday yeah I think feel like you and I have talked about this too Lena before of just like how like being in nature or like being in a city that is that has like easy access to nature so basically like anything on the west coast Mm -hmm. I feel like that impacts like work culture out here and it just shifts people's priorities and like people are much much more care about their hobbies and being outside than they do about their jobs yeah Um, so people just like in general have a more well-rounded like lifestyle out here i think mm-hmm. so. yeah okay well on that topic um i wanted to ask you guys about like what are the differences in the city culture because you know lena you came from chicago which is obviously like a city vibe and then tracy you came from like new jersey new york so like what about seattle is like different you can go first lena <laughs> <laughs> i'll just add on to you <laughs> okay Okay, let me restart. <laughs> okay, um, let's talk about social social differences and then social also, differences like, work culture and work culture differences. Okay, okay. I guess first thing top of mind, like one thing that I did notice, like after moving here, is like when you first meet someone, they don't immediately ask you like, "What do you do for a living?" Versus like that was very much like the first question that no someone way. would ask you in Chicago. Yeah. Oh my god, what do they ask you? like in Seattle I mean they'll be like what are your hobbies and I remember like when people would ask me that I would struggle so much (laughs) like I have no hobbies my dog (laughs) I'm starting my brain at that point (laughs) I know I'll be like um I watch YouTube (laughs) wait someone asked me that in the interview and I said that I was like I watch tv (laughs) I don't know what else to say. It's a hobby, okay? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I think that's, like, the biggest thing, I feel like. And I don't know if it's because that was, like, the group of people I knew in Chicago. Like, 
mm. people that came out of like business school the finance so, bros yeah exactly like mm. that's like what they're like fixated on um but yeah everyone that I've met here I feel like focuses more on just like hobbies like what you do outside of work for fun um I, I don't know I feel like everyone's a little bit more chill here what do you think Teresa wait Lena do you feel those things about me though <laughs> Let me put my, myself on the spot. I'm hmm, to that's a good question. Spot. I'm trying to think. Like, do I exude, like, um, chill? And, like, I don't. <laughs> my hobbies? Oh, my God. I don't know. Okay, I'll take, I'll I mean, take that. Damn. I mean, I would say you're intense. Like, I wouldn't consider you as intense. But, like... Okay. Oh, my like, God, I don't really? Know, like, we, like... Wow. We, <laughs> I mean, but you do have a podcast, I guess. But that's a hobby. Right? Like, you're working on oh, something, like, true. outside of, like, your job. And then I think also, like, when we, even, like, the first time we met, you, like, talked about wedding planning and how that was, like, a passion <laughs> that you wanted to pursue outside of, like, your 9 to 5. So, yeah. I mean, like, we talked okay. about hobbies and stuff. And it wasn't, That's like, true. I don't think we knew we were in the same industry until, like, recently. That's true. that says anything Really? About, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. But I was going to say, I try not to be like, hey, what do you do for a living on, like, the first? Oh, or, like, okay. that being, like, one of the first conversations. Is yeah. it hard for you to, like, on the first hold date. back? Because I feel like, literally, like, you meet somebody here, and you're like, hey, blah, 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 and then, like, you stare at each other, and then you're like, oh, so what do you do? Like, so, I, yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like, I feel like no one knows what else to say, because that's, like, that consumes us yeah. always, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm always, like, wondering, like, when I meet someone, I'm always curious in the back of my mind. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what you do. Like, probably something in tech. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, like, try not to ask. I try to, like, ask other things about, you know, their personal lives or just interests before that. Wow, that's fascinating. Did you notice that, Teresa? Mm, I noticed, like, people, yeah, just do not care about their jobs here at all. Mm-hmm. They oh my are, God. like, even today, like, Dave's group of friends here that plays golf, like, they all golf middle of the day all of them yeah and they have jobs yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like wait one of, okay one of one of yeah wait but i have a question <laughs> do they not care about their jobs because they've already made it and they're like rich um it's a mix like they're all in our age i don't mm, know if that i wonder because i feel like if you've like made it and you're like have like a really high paying like tech job or like whatever job then obviously it's like easier for you to be like oh like f it like i'm just gonna do whatever i want but I feel like if you're still hustling to, like, get to that point, then, like, obviously you wouldn't have, like, the luxury to, like, do those things. I think a lot of it is, like, um, tech culture. Tech work culture. Um, being, like, lax and varied, like, you kind of, like, work your own hours. And, like, who's to say? Those people might be doing stuff during the day, but then, like, working, like, coding at 7 p.m. You know? Just to, like, yeah. it's just, like, a flex schedule as opposed to the optics oh, of like i, I need see, to be I online see. from like, oh, like nine, nine to five. six and just show yeah, that i'm okay. online yeah i think I it's see. the flexibility of work culture but compounded with the fact that i actually don't think they work 40 hours a week though <laughs> like i think they're working 25 <laughs> to 30 like dave certainly does not work i mean hopefully no one from nike's listening to me <laughs> yeah. don't say that Teresa. <laughs> sorry oh dave works 50 hours a week every week <laughs> yeah okay but i feel like it matters like who you're like surrounding yourself with too right like even if you made it let's say like you have like a cushy like tech job if like Mm -hmm. all your friends are focused on like career and like they're all about like grinding and putting into like yeah putting in hours in like their job you wouldn't be able to like chill like you wouldn't have friends to golf with 
Oh, I you see. I, mean? so I feel like it true. very much like is the culture here. Mm, it, it is the culture what to not just to not prioritize job is what you're saying or to like live maybe like a more well-balanced like life between yeah like personal life and like work so it's not just about like the fact that they've made it like that they're literally just choosing to like have work mm-hmm. balance. yeah mm, and that's our priority oh yeah i totally agree it just so happens that they're all, like, a lot, everyone's, like, very wealthy, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least the people I've met. But, <laughs> I see. So do you feel like, okay, because I feel like this is interesting, because do you feel like they have, like, a flexible working schedule because, like, their jobs are willing to, like, accommodate that? Or it's just, like, because I just feel like a normal job, like, obviously, like, everybody would ha- love to have the option to be able to, like, golf in the middle of the day, right? But, like, usually, like, people mm-hmm. don't have that option, so I'm just curious, like, mm-hmm. what created that, like, what made a company say, like, oh, like, you guys can have flexible, like, working hours. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's, like, the role and also industry. Like, or I, simply I, because everything is remote, so, you know, your employer might not necessarily know that you're golfing in the middle of the day. I don't know. But, okay. Yeah, but then it just has to be a job, though, where you're not constantly... Like, you don't need to be on, like, calls all day or, you know? Right. Like, it just has to be I a job see. where literally the role of, like, your role description doesn't have yeah. you chained to a laptop. I see what you're and saying. And the yeah. culture of the team, I guess you could be right, like, you could be, like, online, but it's usually, it's not just the online, it's, like, you have to be ready at any point to, like, right. answer you know, a call. Do, right. or, exactly. Or, like, do, a, like, answer a request and for a lot of, yeah. like, at least in our industry, like, we need our, we need our laptops for that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things, it's harder to just, like, dip. But, or, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, yeah, even like, with same industry, it probably depends yeah. on the company. So yeah. it's not necessarily, so. like, because then that makes it sound like, to me, it's not necessarily, like, the culture, but just, like, the opportunity is there. Because I just, I feel what like not... Mean, like, specific roles? Yeah, because I feel like, like not jobs. every job, like, allows you to do that, even though the person might want to. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think maybe it's tech roles within tech companies maybe it's both like i'm not really sure if like the finance folks at these tech companies have that luxury i'm not really sure i just like just 80 percent of the people i've met here all have tech roles at tech not all tech 80 percent of people have tech roles and then of Mm -hmm. those 80 percent like 80 percent of those people also do that at a tech company so it's hard for me to like know exactly why but just like the majority of people I know here like have flex hours <laughs> interesting yeah. including Dave and he doesn't even have a tech role or is at a tech company <laughs> yeah so it's like <laughs> so maybe that it just seems like, like it's everyone company <laughs> culture maybe it just so happens yeah. that like everybody who has those roles like are at companies in that area and then it just like feeds into that lifestyle right yeah versus like I think so yeah because I feel yeah. like it's hard you like, I don't think it's fair to say that, like, people on the East Coast wouldn't want to have that. That was an option. But I oh, feel like, I see you know saying. what I'm saying? So it's not so much, like, a culture thing, because mm. I don't think, because I find it hard to believe that people would be like, oh, screw my job. I'm going to leave for four hours, even though I have to work, and then I'm going to go golf instead. You know what I'm saying? But it's more yeah. so, like, the flexibility yeah. that the job offers that allows them to do that. Yeah. But, like, for but it, some jobs, yeah. like, there's not even an option, period. Yeah. True. It's a... Yeah, and I'm not sure how, like, if people are willing to take the same risks, you know, mm-hmm. East Coast versus West Coast. Like, I know, mm-hmm. like, for example, one of the guys I golf today, like, he took a couple calls, like, on the golf course, like, meetings. Yeah. And, like, I feel like some person might be, like, unwilling to even take that risk, yeah. right? But maybe, maybe that's, like, like the cultural aspect. He, 
Like they're more willing yeah, could be, to take potentially, the risk, right? But not but then so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, like for like for you, Lena, like you mentioned, do you want to talk about like the differences you've seen between like because you're at the same company but at different mm-hmm. offices? Yep. Yeah, so I've definitely noticed a difference. Like Chicago, I came from a team of like 200 in the group that I was working in, and then in Seattle, there's like eight of us. So oh my I think God. part of it is like size. Yeah. Part of it is, like, size, but then also I feel like everything is just less intense here. Like, wow, interesting. Like, even at the same company, same mm -hmm. exact role, basically, just different offices. Wait, what? Wait, can you elaborate on, like, like, why? Yeah, I feel like expectations are a little lower or just, like, more (laughs) relaxed. Um, Like, even people with the same title, so, like, they like, the highest title for us was, like, MD, like, managing director. Yeah. I feel like people in Chicago, like, the MDs are, like, very intimidating or just, like, very intense versus, like, the ones here are a lot more just, like, I don't know. They don't feel as, like, high up on, like, a pedestal as the ones in Chicago Mm. do. Wow. So I've noticed that. And, like I said, I don't know if it's, like, size because, like, when you have, like, 20 MDs versus, like, one MD. Yeah. Um like you have to be more personable and like be more connected to like your lower staff but yeah yeah I don't know that's what I've noticed and yeah same office or not same office same company just different offices how come there's only eight of you guys I think Seattle just like a smaller like a smaller hub Mm -hmm. Mm, I see so the company culture is just like completely different than Chicago yeah it's definitely a lot more relaxed which I have been liking (laughs) Wow, that's so fascinating. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like that's like truly indicative of like yeah, that's just different. like re- regional, yeah. regional yeah, cultural yeah, differences. Yeah. That's different. Um, and like, yeah, my other friend that like moved here, granted, she went from public to private when she made this move, but like still overall the same industry. Mm-hmm. And even for her, she like noticed like working here, like she feels like she's more intense than her own like boss sometimes oh, wow. like she's like that's so has, has more sense of urgency than her manager yeah. and boss yeah and you're wow. just like oh that's telling mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> that is so interesting because yeah. I work with people who live on the west coast too like in LA and then Arizona and then they are still intense like they're more intense than I am but I don't know if it's interesting like, yeah yeah I don't know like that's that's fascinating to me I don't know yeah, that's interesting. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. I wanted to mention, like, in terms of differences I've noticed, like, socially. And I don't know if I've already talked about this on the pod. But people here are so lax, and they, like, don't make plans. <laughs> or, like, they make plans. Everyone, so, sorry. Let me, let me I feel cold out. Plans. <laughs> they make plans all the time because they're not working, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just want to hang out. But it's oh, so I last see, minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and that was something I immediately noticed when I moved here. And the only people I knew who were better about, like, organizing and, like, planning ahead were people that I met on the apps that were, like, transplants as well. Oh, my God. That's or, like, so funny. Or, like, newer transplants. So, like, Lena stuck out to me. And then, like, one another, one other, like, the other closest friends I've made through the apps, like, they're, she's a super, like, planner. Not, mm. that's not the right word. Not super planner, but just, like, I don't explain it, like just plan yeah like can't not like they're always have to have a plan in advance but like can do it <laughs> mm. wait so do people just yeah. do spontaneous hangouts then like what do you it's mean like by no plans? it's like 
it's like when I told you um, that um, remember like like I did this like um, like Galentine's thing with a couple oh, of yeah, friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like we, we planned it in like two days. Oh yeah, right, right. Oh my god, that's like yeah, unheard just of like here. people like whether it's like a small or whether like when I went to like Vancouver um, on Memorial Day this past mm. like la- like a couple weeks ago, like we literally like decided that like a couple days prior. Mm, wow, like not crazy. even and like I I. Like, we went up there that day, like, deciding in the car, like, oh, like, what do we want to do? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, like, that's just the Wait, culture here. But- I don't know, like, whether it's a small trip or, yeah. like, an event or... Obviously, you have your, like, date, you know, your, like, casual week meetups of, like, oh, I'm, like, whatever, you want to play volleyball or you want to grab whatever. Like, yeah. that's normal. But, yeah. like, even, like, on a bigger scale, mm-hmm. it's, like, very, like, lax. People are just, like, very laid back, lax. And, like, I've heard people here say that, like people are like kind of like uh, flaky or just like mm. can't really either flaky commit. or just like hesitant to commit yeah oh interesting, interesting. and like maybe that's like part of the laid backness <gasps> it's like I don't, I don't know if <laughs> i don't i don't interpret i don't interpret it that way i think people are just like just so lax about their schedule like i just think like the tri-state area culture is just very very like go 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 like every hour matters and yeah. so you need to plan your day very, like, okay, this is my morning plan, this is my afternoon plan, and then mm. I have my evening plan. Like, it's very, right. like, you know, like, you only get what you get, like, from someone, potentially. Like, if you have a three-hour block, like, that might be just, like, all you're getting. You know what's Because it's, like, they have strict plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually don't know if that's, like... Because I, I agree with you, like, the general, like, New York, like, tri-state culture is, like, go, 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 like, having things to do. Mm-hmm. But then, from, like, what you're saying what I've noticed, Teresa, is, like, I feel like only our yeah. friends are like that. Like, in terms of, like, planning. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding, because I feel like... Stop. No, I'm not even joking. Like, I feel like it's our I'm social dead. circle. Because I feel like in oh, my... God. In our friends, like, I have to put in, like, a bid to yeah, hang out yeah, with yeah. you, like, two months in advance. Like... And oh, my like, gosh, a bid. And, like... And, like <laughs> that is actually such a good way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm just, like, please block this <laughs> off, like, two months later, like... And then, like, and then it's gotten, I'm so used to it now that, like, when people tell me that they have a spontaneous hangout or, like, they ask me if I'm free on Saturday, I'm just, like, why would you even ask me that? Like, you should have told me that, like, two months ago. Two months ago. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, 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 And, like, yeah. and then when people yeah. host an event and then they don't give anyone notice and then everyone shows up, I'm, like, I'm, like, in shock. I'm, like, shock. what do you mean? Like, no yeah. one had plans? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but then I realized, like, I feel like because, like, the people that I was friends with did this, I started adopting that, too, because I wanted to hang out with them. But then in order to hang out with them, I had to put in my bid. And then it became this mm-hmm. cycle. But then, like, I've met, like, <laughs> new people. Like, even with, like, Phil, like, in his friend group, like, they all they ever do is spontaneous hangouts. Like, he'll be like, oh, yeah, should we ask my friends to hang out with this? And I was like, what do you mean? Aren't they going to be busy? Like, we haven't given them, like, heads up, you know? And then my brother yeah. and his friends, like, always spontaneous like they've never planned anything in advance and I just and even church friends like they'll be like oh you want to grab dinner on Friday like the same week and I'm like what do you mean like how would I be free for that like <laughs> like yeah. no, no one's on, free on a prime, like yeah a prime I'm like weekend are you kidding me like yeah. it's a, like how could you think that but then for them it's like they're they just like oh I'm free though like two days ahead of time you know yeah. and so like I don't know I think I've noticed that recently and it makes me wonder like oh my god am I the problem are we the problem <laughs> is that the issue I don't know that's I don't know I that's think it's just very my yeah. friend group like well what was the it, thing like, is though like yeah. I don't 
I was gonna say like we do have like overlaps obviously me and you Minnie yeah. but I also just like had a lot of random one-off like friends and like people that I would like meet up with and see and like the, the norm very much so was to kind of like plan in advance to grab a dinner really? like in the city or if we had to like both drive mm-hmm. to meet somewhere yeah um people that like you like that don't overlap with you <clears throat> mm. like that was just the overall vibe maybe it's like because um, now i'm thinking i don't know more into it maybe it's because those people because i'm thinking of the friends that i have where i have to put in that bid it's because they don't live mm-hmm. close by to me so mm-hmm. like, that's they, definitely a factor yeah, yeah. so they live yeah. like, a little bit like 40 even bestie mm-hmm. like 40 minutes where it's like, oh, yeah. that's like far enough. Where you have to say like, hey, like let's plan. You this do because you can't just casually, yeah, right. same day want to grab dinner tonight. Yeah, and I think like to your like to to your point, like I think the opposite that we see is like city culture. Like I think city culture people are last minute because you all live kind of nearby. Yeah, and so it's kind of like, oh, you just like I think I feel like you'll experience this once you move into the city too. I feel like people are very like like last minute because dave has even Mm -hmm. commented that before because like one of his like good friends lives in in the city and when he's visited that friend that friend is just like spontaneously calling people like hey i want to grab dinner right now like we're headed here Mm -hmm. like you know it's very last minute yeah like want to go out we're going out right now yeah so i feel like there's definitely a difference between like city and like suburb Mm -hmm. um and like most of my adulthood in jersey was spent in more of a suburb area as opposed to like Mm -hmm. only the last year living in jersey city so yeah i mean yeah i think that's exactly right like i think that definitely makes a difference and then obviously if you have like a very big and set friend group that you more or less see every week and just hang out with those people 80 percent of your time yeah like for your brother who lives in the suburb yeah but that's his reality i think that's a separate friend like because that's just like he has one main friend group and they're just only hanging out with each other 80 percent of the time yeah i was gonna say that yeah what was it like for you lena like um, was your friend group in chicago like that or like was like the culture like somewhere to seattle yeah, so as you guys were talking about this, I was, like, trying to think of, like, how were my friend groups like? I think for my friends that I met in high school, it was very much, like, let's plan, like, let's pick a date, like, months in advance to, like, mm. even just grab brunch or, like, mm, dinner. Yeah. But mm. then for friends that I made, like, later on in life, like, like in college, and we, like, all lived, I guess, like, in the same proximity, like, in the same area um, downtown, I feel like those were a little more casual, so I don't really know. I'm, like, I'm trying to think through, like, yeah. Because, like, in high school, or not high school, in grade school, we had, like, a big group of friends where we never planned anything. Hmm. Well, in grade school, it's harder to hang out. You need, yeah. like, a ride from your parents. Like, there's more logistics. Like, you're not, like, independent really yet. Yeah. No, but that, that was, like, the friend group where we would never make plans. Like, we would just spontaneously, like... Oh, I see what you're saying. Was that? But I guess we all lived in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Like like walking, walking distance. Like, were you guys all like each other's like primary friend group? Yep. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I feel like yeah. yeah, Like to Teresa's point, I feel like when you have a friend group, like it's almost like peace of mind of like, oh, like that's like who I'm gonna hang out with. Like, there's like I know who I'm spending. Yeah. Yeah. There's like not like need to like. There's no anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was gonna say like the introvert in me is like, oh, I don't have to like plan anything like I'm comfortable like I can see them like at any point and yeah 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 yeah. fine okay yeah I just still feel like yeah I don't know I just still feel like overall though like granted obviously varies like person to person based on like if you have a friend group if you live in the city whatever I just still think though overall people here because like there's Seattle suburbs too and like those people are also still very like lax and like they don't Mm -hmm. live near people but they're like Mm -hmm. very like spontaneous and lax and I'm not trying to say that's like a bad thing it's just like a difference you know 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just like, and also people are just like always like down to hang. And yeah. maybe oh, interesting. Every, everyone er- everywhere is like that. I don't know. I just feel like maybe again, it's like the priority thing. Like I think yeah. like what comes with being super last like flexible, like spontaneous and flexible means that you're just always like open yeah. to like hanging out with people. I just feel like people on the East Coast like commit more, commit to like mm. things on their schedule more, whether it's like things they're doing like for themselves or like, you know, or like with other people. Like I just feel like people curate their energy more strictly maybe do you feel like <laughs> on the you, east coast okay. do you guys know. feel like it's more like environment factor though or is it like the actual people living there like because mm, i'm just mean? curious like if we moved everyone from chicago and like new york or like new jersey to like seattle like would we all act mm-hmm. that way or is it like because like we're all living in seattle and we have like I, I don't know, almost, like, the means to? Or do you feel like yeah. it's truly, like, just the people themselves are like that? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I well, think it's I a lot of locals here are like that. Oh, I was just going to ask, like, if the people that you mentioned were, like, down to hang out, were they locals or were they, like, transplants? Everyone, I mean, like, everyone is, like, a transplant at a certain point, right? But I'm thinking, like, people mm-hmm. who, like, either grew up here or maybe at the very least went to college here and have stayed. Like, I would say you're kind of a local at that point. Like, Minnie, you're, like, a local to Jersey. You came to, you know, you went to college there and you've been ever since. That's, like, a a decade of your life. Plus, you know, you've pretty, you're at that point compared to someone who just, right? (laughs) Someone who just, like, moved to the city, like, like two, three years ago for a job. Like, they're transplants, right? You're a local because you went to college there. Like, I I would describe a local as someone who just has, like, a really set community already because of, like, something like college Mm, or, like, a hometown. Yeah. Um... Yeah, because I feel like those are the differences of why someone would, you know, either, like, try to do all, like, the new things in the city and meet new people versus not, right? Mm-hmm. It's whether you have that, like, fallback, like, yeah, that's community true. or whatever or mm-hmm. not. So, yeah, okay. like, the locals here are chill. <laughs> well, the reason I ask is I feel like I've noticed a shift for myself. Like, mm-hmm. in Chicago, I feel like I wasn't as open to, like, hanging out or, like, doing things because I wasn't necessarily, like, looking for new friendships. Mm. But, like, in Seattle, like, yeah, I'm new to the city. Even if it's, like, two years in, I'm still, like, trying to build out my community and, like, make new friends. So I feel like from that aspect, I'm, like, more open and, like, more down to do things. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like, it's coming from a motivation of wanting, like, making friends. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting, because that makes you think about, like, all the people who are, like, in their hometowns. Like, the reason why, like, maybe there's not as much growth or challenge for them is because they already have everything they need. But, like, mm-hmm. that's no, not it is. To, yeah, for sure. but then it's, obviously, if they go to a new city, it's not to say... That's why, yeah, I'm curious, like, if we just shifted everyone, like, would everyone be like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Versus, right. like... Yeah. Yeah. But that's interesting. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is definitely, like, as a newcomer, there's definitely some pressure of, like feeling and I've heard like other people say this too who are like new to Seattle of just like feeling like they can't say no to hangouts because they're mm-hmm. new and they're trying to establish that oh, community interesting. so then you could end right. up you could yeah you could end up kind of over committing or not realizing like mm-hmm. you're you know you're out of capacity or bandwidth but you're just like you feel pressured to say yes to everything mm-hmm. to everyone because um, you don't really know yeah you don't really know who your like set friends are yet yeah that's true. Was it hard for either of you guys to, like, adapt to those new social or, like, work norms? 
Mm, I feel like I didn't have like trouble adjusting because if anything, adjust like the social norms and like the work norms here are more lax and like what I would actually prefer mm-hmm. over Chicago. Mm, so true. I would say it's been like a positive experience. Like it wasn't a hard time adjusting to it. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. What about the Ditto. social aspect? <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Teresa. <laughs> So thanks so much for listening to this episode. For part two, next time, we'll be digging deeper into making new friends in a new city and using Bubble BFF. As always, Minnie and I are looking for new topics to discuss on the podcast, so if there's anything specific you'd want to hear, let us know on our Instagram. Our handle is Relatively Asian. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.